0: says it's coming up next. Uh, he is going to be joined by Sugar Bowl CEO Jeff Hunley. So, again, that ought to be a really good show. I'm sure he's going to go over what's going on with Zion Williamson, uh, the Saints, everything else that's happening uh, in the city as well, all right, in sports as well. All right, folks, it's been an absolute blast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, my name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. We'll see you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock for another edition of Inside New Orleans. From the dog catch of the governor, they all got to go. Anytime, anywhere,
1: smartphone, tune-in radio app. We are 106.1 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to all access on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, at nashfm1061.com, presented by crescentcitysports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicati's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Lifegate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504 260 1061. Now, here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, and the Kenner Star.
0: And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access on Monday night here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. On the web, of course, check us out anywhere in the world at NashFM1061.com. Tune in app via iHeart to get us wherever you are. You can also check us out via Alexa. Just say play WRKN or play Nash Icon 1061 FM. You want to catch a replay of the show or catch what you didn't hear? You can always check out our podcast at CrescentCitySports.com. Of course, your emails are welcome at Ken at CrescentCitySports.com. And your calls always welcome at 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061 to weigh in on any topic that we delve into. Coming up in the second segment, we'll visit with Allstate Sugar Bowl Chief Executive Officer Jeff Hundley about the matchup, about the organization, and more. And we'll do that in just a little bit. We'll get into the New Orleans Pelicans and the latest on Zion Williamson. And are we seeing the beginning of the end of his stay in New Orleans? We'll talk about that as well. But again, your call is welcome about anything topical sports-wise at 260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. Good Monday night football game tonight. Rams with some COVID problems are at Arizona. That's coming up in just a bit. Of course, the New Orleans Saints Ended their five-game losing streak. They're now 6-7 and seven after taking apart the lowly New York Jets, 30-9 to nine in New Jersey. Yesterday, makes you wonder how the Jets won any games, watching them play. That's a bad football team. Take nothing away from the Saints. They did their job. Played well. It's never easy to win in this league, especially on the road, and they won and won convincingly. And we're solid in all three phases of the game. It starts at the kicking game. Brett Maher did his job, kicked the field goals, made the extra points, which you expect him to do. And then, of course, Blake Gilligan continues his brilliant season, had another punt down inside the 10-yard line. This guy's been a really good find by the organization. Coverage team's very good. JT Gray is superior. He's off the charts good and continues to be that way, which makes him one of the best, if not the best, gunner in the league. And then, of course, you're talking about the offense. Look, it was efficient. First of all, you got the best player back. The best player, period, on the team, Alvin Kamara. Get him back makes a heck of a difference, right? 145 yards of offense. He was simply superb throughout. Getting Teron Armstead back, don't underestimate that, made a huge difference. He had some key blocks to spring Camara on some runs, to spring Taysom Hill on his final touchdown run. He was really good. But then again, he is that kind of player when he's on the field. And then, of course, there's Taysom Hill. And he started a little shaky. The losing the grip on the football fumble was an ugly moment, but he did hustle to recover it. And other than that, he played good football. That's exactly what the Saints need him to do to make good enough decisions, if not good decisions, and to be accurate with the football, which he was to the tune of better than 71% completions. And with this receiving core, that's pretty impressive. Additionally, he did what he does very well, run the football, this time for 72 yards and two touchdowns, the two scores matching his career high. This was a lot more like it for him as compared to the performance against Dallas. He wasn't great. By any measure, he wasn't even real good, but he was solid. And at times, pretty good. And that's exactly what you need out of him and what the Saints were hoping to get. So, so far, one thumbs down and one thumbs up for the games played by Taysom Hill. The injury to his middle finger, he played through it. Injury to his foot, he played through it. Look, he's a baller. He's a tough guy, and he's a good football player. The question has always been and remains, is he a good NFL quarterback, and I think that question is still out there, but certainly a step forward in that game yesterday. As mentioned, the returns of Kamara and Armstead made a huge difference, <clears throat> but then you flip the page to the defensive side of the football, and two key players returning there made a difference too. Marcus Davenport returning on the outside. He bull rushed and got some pressure. Stats might not show it, but he did a good job. <clears throat> and then, of course, C.J. Garner-Johnson on the back end makes a heck of a difference. He's just a good football player. And, again, it's a domino effect in the secondary. When you get one good player back, it pushes the next best player down a notch in terms of who he has to cover, and that makes a huge difference. Paulson Adebo, pretty good overall. Marshawn Lattimore was good. Marcus Williams was good. He made one really good play coming off the hash to break up a pass, just emerging in the picture at the last possible moment to make the play, really good stuff. And that's what Williams does best is is the amount of ground he covers, the way he runs. That's certainly what he does best. And he was that guy in this game yesterday. DeMario Davis, his usual solid self, led the team in tackles as he typically does And overall, just a very solid performance. You don't make any mistakes. That being turnovers, your limited penalties to only four. And you ran the football. Therefore, you had balance. All those things are a winning combination. Of course, we have to take into consideration the competition. The Jets are lousy. But it does not detract from a solid 31-point win. So now the task increases monumentally as the Saints have to go to Tampa Bay and play the defending Super Bowl champion Bucks, who almost blew one yesterday, had a gigantic lead in the fourth quarter against Buffalo. Bills came roaring back to tie the game and force overtime, but Tom Brady led Tampa Bay on a touchdown drive in overtime, and they won the game and got out totally in control of the NFC South. So the matchup is ready. Saints beat the Bucs earlier this year. That was the game in which Jameis Winston was injured, went down for the season. Trevor Simeon came in and played solid football that day, but then subsequently lost his next five starts, and the Saints made the change. And we all know where they're at now. He lost his next four starts. Of course, Hill started game five. But still, you get the picture. Saints had to make a change. They did. And now he'll showing positive signs yesterday, which you hope he can continue forward. Tampa Bay, good offensive line, good defensive line. They're good up front. That's where the Saints have to match up to have a chance. Of course, others would say, of course they have a chance. They've beaten Tom Brady and the Bucs three out of four times. Of course, the one loss was the one that mattered in the playoffs. And Tampa Bay went on to win the Super Bowl. But still, the Saints have been a tough matchup for the Bucs. Saints have fared well against this team. They have confidence going in knowing that they can play well against them. And obviously, it's a very important game because the Saints have little margin for error. They're still on the outside looking in in the playoff picture. 9-8 and could get you in. That means you can only lose one more game. That obvious game would be Tampa Bay. But then if you lose that game, you're going to have to win out to make the playoffs. So that's why the game carries huge significance. It's on the road, hostile environment, against a Super Bowl championship team. So it's going to be a tough road. We know that already going in. But if the Saints can combine the effort that they put together yesterday, then they'll have a chance. When you kick it well, you cover kicks well, you run the football well, you make enough plays in the passing game, and you play solid defense to the tune of not allowing a touchdown, you've got a great chance to win. Don't have to worry about Antonio Brown. That certainly doesn't hurt. Against Tampa Bay, you've got to make them one-dimensional. You can't let the Buccaneers establish a run game. If they do that, it's going to be extremely difficult for New Orleans to find a way to win this game. Hard to see a path to that if they allow the Bucs to rush for 100 yards. Jets have allowed 100 yards or more rushing in 11 of 13 games. Saints knew that going in. They were up against a team with a soft underbelly, so they came out and ran the football. It was said that Sean Payton wanted to limit the at-bats or amount of touches for Alvin Kamara coming off of the protracted layoff via injury, but Kamara ended up touching it 31 times. Without the presence of Mark Ingram, you can understand that. Tony Jones is not that guy. We've seen that and seen enough of it to understand it. As for Ingram, we don't know. We don't know about Cam Jordan. Don't know about Ty Montgomery. They've got to post two consecutive negative tests for COVID if they want to play in the game next Sunday. If they can do that, they will come back but there's no guarantee that that will be the case. So now the Saints look ahead, and the big question is, who will they get back? Will they get Jordan back? Will they get Montgomery back? Will they get Ingram back? What about Ryan Ramchek? He's such an important player and will make their offensive front significantly better. Cesar Ruiz continues to struggle a bit. It's been tough for him in his second year maybe not the kind of performance they expected you wonder about whether he's been impacted by those playing around him with the tackles being hurt certainly the fact that he had to flip the center early in the season has not quite been the season you wanted or maybe expected for movies a number 1 draft pick Throckmorton was thrust into that role at guard with Pete being hurt. You're getting about what you expected from him. And then, of course, the wide receiving core. What's there? What can they get out of these buys? A little bit out of Traquan Smith, a little bit out of Marquez Galloway, who made one good play. Tight end spot, they got one play out of Jawan Johnson, one out of Nick Vanette. Look, they did just enough in the passing game to complement the run game, to give them balance, and to put them in a position to win the football game. And the defense did the rest. When you don't give up a touchdown, you're going to win in this league. That's pretty obvious. And certainly that was the case. So now the trip to Tampa Bay, and then you look at what's left on the horizon, there are winnable games, but nothing is a guarantee Nothing ever is in the NFL, but certainly this year where the Saints are concerned, no guarantees at all. It's been a battle, a struggle, a fight offensively. It's going to continue to be that way because after Tampa Bay, the Dolphins come to town and then Carolina arrives in town and the season finale is at Atlanta. The Saints owe Carolina one, they owe Atlanta one. Miami's playing better, so none of these games are going to be a given by any stretch. They're going to have to go out and earn it to find the wins they need to get where they want to get. Do you think this team is capable of getting the nine wins? Do you think they will? Do you think they'll make the playoffs? Remember, seven teams, seven in each conference, are in this year. They added the additional team, which gives the Saints greater hope of having a chance to get in. The other question surrounding the quarterback position and who the quarterback will be next year is going to continue to linger. Whether they choose to bring Jameis Winston back off of a serious knee injury remains to be seen. His positive attitude has certainly been a plus. Will Ian Book, after a redshirt year, be given a shot next year? Or will Taysom Hill step up in these final games, seize the day, lead his team to a big upset at Tampa, and then lead his team to the playoffs? If he did, then he certainly would get a leg up in the competition. And then last but not least is the quarterback for next year's team even on the roster right now. A lot of conjecture about that, and understandably so. There's a real possibility that another quarterback, particularly a veteran, might come in. So we will wait to see how that position Shakes out. It was encouraging to see Marr making kicks. You need that. They've lost points all year long, and it's hurt them in close games. Not yesterday. They, they got the opportunity to score, and they took total advantage. So good news there for the Saints, and hopefully good news moving forward with the injury report. The first one will come out on Wednesday. We'll get a much better idea about who may be back this week who is not going to be back. The Relative health of this football team has just been a problem. It's just really difficult to compensate for all the players that have been missing when you lack depth. Last year's team had depth. A lot of those guys got away. Saints couldn't pay them, and the result is obvious. As soon as you started having injuries, there just wasn't the depth to withstand it. But being at 6-7, and seven, they're still squarely in the hunt. And remember, you got the extra game this season, a 17-game season, not 16. So you've still got four games to make it up and get the record to where you want to get it at and where it needs to be to have a chance to be a postseason team. That opportunity is still there for the taking. Whether the Saints can take it or not remains to be seen. Does anybody want to win the... AFC North, I mean, the Bengals spinning the bit again, losing in overtime after they rallied. And then the Browns winning, beat the Ravens, who are suddenly struggling. Cleveland wins. That division, to me, is wide open because of the inconsistency or lack thereof for the teams in that division. San Francisco back on track. With the win over Cincinnati. And of course, the outstanding teams right now, when you look at the NFC, would be Arizona, who's playing tonight, Green Bay, who won yesterday. Rams have the talent, but again, they got COVID issues going into this game tonight, and how it impacts them remains to be seen. Arizona with a chance to cement their lead out west. Big win would do that if they are able to do so tonight. So that's kind of the picture. AFC, right now, you'd have to say Kansas City. They've gotten their act together, playing more like it. They hung around, and now they're back in a great position, playing good football. And somebody's going to have to rise up and prove they can beat them, in my estimation, in that particular conference. So. Uh, The NFL is stacking up in interesting fashion. I'll tell you one team that's real capable. If Carson Wentz plays adequate to pretty good, Colts are pretty good. they got a great running game. Their defense is fast. They're a dangerous football team in my estimation. I'd keep an eye on them, too, because I think they've got a real good shot at making some real noise in the AFC, which is the lesser conference this year. Love to hear from you. 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061. Later on in the show, what's the future of Zion Williamson in New Orleans? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the New Orleans Pelicans as a whole at large. Get your opinions and thoughts at 504-260-1061. Also, we'll get into the whole concept surrounding the All-State Sugar Bowl because that's coming up next. When we return, we'll have a chance to visit with the Chief Executive Officer of the All-State Sugar Bowl, my friend Jeff Hundley, and talk about the great matchup they have and what the game is all about, what can be expected, and what we are looking forward to in a non-playoff year in the Sugar Bowl. That's coming up next. It's 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061. Back in just a moment here on 1061-FM, Nash Icon, and at Nash fm 1061com
1: It's a very Carrie Christmas. You could win Carrie Underwood's holiday album My Gift Special Edition on vinyl, plus a new record player to listen in classic style. Daily winners will also qualify for a trip or two to Las Vegas to see Carrie Underwood Reflection, the Las Vegas residency at Resorts World in 2022, including air, hotel, and tickets to the show. Listen weekdays for the national text keyword for your chance to win a very Carrie Christmas. Prizes provided by Capitol Records and AEG Presents.
2: There's so much hype promoted during the Christmas season nowadays, That we forget to focus on the true meaning of giving. Not how expensive the gift is, but how much it will touch her heart. Fisher & Sons Jewelers have served our community for over 40 years. And we are dedicated to sharing the art of giving to you and your loved one. Our family wishes you a very Merry Christmas. Fisher & Sons Jewelers, where the unusual is commonplace, in Metairie.
3: Vicks NyQuil Severe tackles your worst cold and flu symptoms. Changing this (coughs) into this. NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever, best sleep with a cold medicine uses directed.
4: Have you looked at your website lately and said, gosh, this needs work, or maybe you've just been putting off building a website for your business? Well, don't stress. Cumulus Digital is here to help. Our custom designed and comprehensive website packages include everything you need, including links to your social media, Google search, and we even drive customers straight to you. Starting at just $1,500 to build and low monthly hosting and maintenance costs starting at just $85, we'll take care of it all. Go to nolacumuluscares.com today and get started.
5: Word of mouth has Dante's dental clinic thriving. 17 new patients? Nice. Is this next month's calendar? But he needs another dentist to give his schedule a good cleaning.
1: This is this week? You're kidding. Oh, you're not.
5: Indeed can help him hire great people fast.
1: I need Indeed.
5: Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Hey, Ray Magliazzi here. I'd like to carry more parts at my shop, but I just don't have the room. Every time I go in the back to get wiper blades, I trip over a dusty crate of Honda air filters, then bang my head on some GTO radiator hoses. eBay Motors never has that problem. They stock all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them, with everything from new headlights to vintage gear shifters. I can't imagine being able to stock 122 million parts. I mean, where would I get all those shelves? eBay Motors, let's ride. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can
3: visit us online at daexterminating.com. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. This report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into. From comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save
0: 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. I'm Ken Trahan. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by crescentcitysports.com. The New Orleans Saints snapped their five-game losing streak with a solid 30-9 victory on the road over the New York Jets. Alvin Kamara accounted for 145 yards and a touchdown in his return after missing four weeks while Taysom Hill accounted for 248 yards and two scores the defense was excellent not allowing a touchdown now six and seven the Saints face a very tough road test at Tampa Bay next Sunday in the NFC South Atlanta moved to six and seven beating Carolina 29-21 Tampa Bay won in overtime over Buffalo the New Orleans Pelicans competed well for three quarters at San Antonio but fell apart in the final frame in a 112 97 loss Sunday night the Pelicans made just four of 19 shots in the final quarter and were outscored 29-15 Brandon Ingram led New Orleans with 27 points nine assists and six rebounds, and the Pelicans are at Oklahoma City Wednesday night. And in prep football, state champions crowned this past weekend included Zachary, Westgate, Sterlington, Ameet, Homer, U High, Southern Lab, and they joined Catholic of Baton Rouge and St. Charles Catholic as the nine winners. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan.
1: Now's the time. What's on your mind? Time to express your thoughts by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on one oh six one Icon and at nashfm1061.com. Call
0: 504-260-1061. 88th edition of the All-State Sugar Bowl is set for January 1st at 7.45 in Caesar Superdome, and it'll be a really good matchup. Two top 10 teams opposing each other, Baylor, uh, the Big 12, Ole Miss from the SEC. In a non-playoff year, it's about as good a matchup as you can possibly hope for. Joining us to talk about that and the organization as a whole, Gentlemen, that's very busy this time of year. The chief executive author of the All-State Sugar Bowl and a good friend, Jeff Hundley. Jeff, listen, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. I know you're busy. Merry Christmas to you and yours.
6: Same to you, Ken. It's uh good to be with you as always. Uh, and yes, we are busy and that's a good thing right now. We've uh we've had uh, a couple of games in recent history where uh we weren't maybe quite as busy as we'd like. So uh, this is a uh, where it feels normal and and getting back to Something that's familiar to us, and, and to have the matchup that that came through with Ole Miss and Baylor, uh, just outstanding. You know, we're, uh, the Ole Miss fans are are coming in droves, and, and Baylor's doing uh, very well themselves. I think uh, the difference uh, between the Baylor of two years ago and the Baylor now is that they're coming off a win and and also are the big 12 champions uh, when they came two years ago they had just they had lost their the uh, last game and I don't want to say limped in but uh, it perhaps wasn't quite the level of enthusiasm that we're seeing now so we're uh you know really happy to have both teams here number seven against number eight in the country uh, like you said for a, a non playoff year that's about as good as it gets
0: no question and also want to Mentioned that, of course, I saw you down on the field frequently during the LHSA state championships this past weekend that the All-State Sugar Bowl is back involved with uh, those championships again through a sponsorship, and that's certainly a blessing. And, of course, we always deeply appreciate the sponsorship of these radio shows and and of CrescentCitySports.com, but that kind of defines the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the best partner, I think, not only in the metro area, but maybe in the state when it comes to high school athletics.
6: Well, that's an important part of our mission, Ken. As you well know, we've, we we uh, really believe in in high school athletics and and uh, particularly high school football. It's something that you know we've had a long association with you and your shows and the LHSAA and and other uh, shows that 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 support and promote high school football in the state. It's a you know. Football is what the Sugar Bowl organization was founded on. We're involved in any number of other sports, but uh, you know we've kind of taken a first things first uh, motto here in the last few years and, and are really focused on, on uh, football at both the collegiate and the high school level and happy to be back involved with the LHSAA, albeit in a little lesser role, but one that, that we're excited about and, and hope uh, to be able to do for a long time to come.
0: Yep, and hopefully uh, a harbinger of things to come. We'd love to see some reuniting take place on that level, too. And I know we've talked about that. And clearly there's at least an effort being made to, to start that process. There were select schools that played, one game that was played in the Dome. And then, of course, there's a proposal on the docket next month at the LHSA convention to try to reunite 5A. So... We continue to hope and pray for that to take place because I think it's only good for the kids and certainly good for the schools if that were to happen. So we'll stay tuned to that. With regard to the game this year, I mean, look, I think you said it, I was going to bring that up, but last time Baylor came, uh, their coach was rumored to be on the way out. He eventually left. They were coming off of a loss this time. uh, Their coach, Dave Aranda, has done a great job. They won the Big 12, and they got here, and Ole Miss is coming off of a a big win over its biggest rival, Mississippi State, and had a top-ten season under a mercurial coach who's got a really good offense with a really good quarterback. It looks like the classic matchup of a really good offense against a really good defense.
6: Yeah, absolutely. We, I think we looked it up, and, and I think it goes back to 2013 when we had Florida and Cincinnati uh, for a non-playoff game. It was, that was the last time we had two teams who, who were both coming off a win coming into the Sugar Bowl game. So it's been a while and we're, we're, uh, as a result, we're seeing the, uh, witnessing the enthusiasm from both sides. It's really exciting time, uh, to be working with both programs as we plan for, uh, you know, their visit here. You know, we're really excited, Ken, as well by the fact that, that we get to host a full Sugar Bowl week with, with all the events mm-hmm. and, Uh, everything leading up to the game you know as you probably recall last year we had a CFP semifinal game and the teams didn't come in until uh, the day before the game and and, uh, really you know we didn't have the tourism impact and there was a reason with COVID but uh, nonetheless we're happy to be you know getting back to normal. We feel like we're going to do a good job by our you know, original mission of having a uh, strong economic impact for the city and state via this game. And, and uh, so it's shaping up. The hotels are full. The, we're expecting a, a sellout by the time game time gets here and and uh, expect, uh, you know, that this will be, you know, G might be the largest uh, tourism event in the city since COVID uh, took place. So we're, you know, proud to be, you know, part of that and be able to deliver that to the city and you know, being a, a huge college football fan, uh, I'm excited to see the game uh, come January 1st as well.
0: You mentioned it. it's a week long of events, something going on every day, and it's so important, as you mentioned, for the community and for tourism. I'll get a chance to have and see the Sugar Bowl breakfast at the Hilton on December 29th. Always look forward to that. But always things going on on a day to day basis, and having fans back in the stands uh, in a big way is going to be a a huge boost to what we've seen. The Sugar Bowl has gone through, like everybody, very difficult period for the last two years. First, there was the national championship game, and that was fantastic to have it here. And, of course, it was a, a stellar performance by LSU, so it made a whole bunch of people in Louisiana happy. And then, of course, it wasn't long after that that the world changed. And, and in the process, a couple of things. Number one, to be able to get a game of that magnitude, the Sugar Bowl had to pony up an enormous amount of money. And then number two, the financial hit taken because of not being able to have people here, no tickets sold basically and everything else. It's been a rough two years, hasn't it?
6: Yeah, it's uh, it's been a challenge for sure. It's uh, something that fortunately, you know, we were, you know, Prepared uh, to withstand, you know, a couple of years like that. But it's, you know, we're anxious to get back on uh, solid footing and, and moving in the right direction again uh, as, as we look forward. You know, the playoff expansion is being discussed a lot right mm-hmm. now, and for us to be in, uh, we need to be in a good financial position, you know, in order to maintain our position and enhance it going forward. So yeah, we're happy to to see things like they are. We were happy to. You know, so we spent almost $6 million of, of our reserve fund to help bring the national championship game here. We were happy uh, that the, that we were able to do so and that, it, you know, as as it turns out, every time we get involved in hosting a national championship game, at least in the 2000s, uh, LSU turns up and does a good job. So that, was a, that added to the excitement there. But then, uh, you know, last year with the semifinal, that's, normally a year where we'd look to you know make a little hay as they say Mm -hmm. and uh, that wasn't necessarily the case with only 3,000 fans you know allowed in the stadium but we got it done we changed you know I preached last year that that uh, we needed to redefine what success meant for the year given the circumstances and success was just getting the game played and and moving on uh, to live to fight another day and that happened and Here we are today with with some real positive uh, vibes and and a a great matchup that that, uh, should serve everybody well in this this community and beyond uh, once it gets here.
0: Moving forward, what is the rotation? Uh, What does it look like in terms of, of the rotation and being able to host national semifinals again? Where do you stand right now where the Sugar Bowl is concerned?
6: So we we have this year we're the SEC the best teams from the SEC and the Big Twelve that are not in the playoff. We have that same game next year, Right. and then uh, January of 24 will be uh, the final CFP semifinal that we have under contract. That's why you know we're you know keeping a very close watch on. Uh, the, the playoff expansion talk, we're very yes. supportive of it, uh, want to be involved in it, uh, what that potentially could mean for, for the Sugar Bowl committee as well as the city and state is that we could become a playoff game on an annual basis, either a quarterfinal or a semifinal depending on, uh, what, you know, if they go to 12 team playoff, uh, which we think would be good for everybody involved and, and certainly would mean that our game would matter every year. Uh, we wouldn't be uh, having people opt out or uh, that sort of thing that that you're seeing now. I think that you know New Orleans has proven that it will uh, support a major event of of any type, and that all of a sudden gives us major event status on an annual basis and and something that that we're looking forward to, but. You know, actually, you know, making a decision uh, to go to the 12-team format is out of our control. The the conference commissioners will make that decision, and so we just sit in the wings and wait and uh, let them know our opinion uh, as often and as tactfully as we can uh, so they know that we're here and and ready to go when the time comes.
0: Pretty interesting because I I like to think of myself as being open-minded, and I think as I've progressed in life and age, that that that's been more of the case. And when I first pondered the concept of playoff expansion as recently as five years ago, I was against it. And one of the things I always said was, I think six would be a good idea, but no more. And in that format, you would give buys to the top two seeds, which provides incentive. That was my position for several years. But in the last two years, I've changed. I absolutely support the expansion, and you hit on one of the reasons, the games matter. Uh, the other reasons, I think, also come to mind, which are the whole coaching change scenario that happens frequently now. It might keep coaches in place. But more than that, it keeps players in place. Because one of the I think one of the really frustrating aspects that's tended to occur over the last few years is how many players opt out. Before bowl games take place, because those bowl games don't carry any weight in terms of affecting a national championship. The more teams you have involved, the more players are going to stay. I dare say that players are not going to opt out if their teams are in a national playoff competing for a national championship.
6: Well, one of the, the, you know, I guess it was the unintended consequence of the original four team format that we're in right now. You know, there's been so much focus placed on those four teams that, uh, and even ESPN's marketing platform that they've used for years on who's in. So if, if you got four that are in, that, then the rest, everybody else is out, I guess, is the way to look at it. And it made it easier for coaches to leave, made it easier for players to opt out and, and in the process sort of devalue the bowl system. Uh, that in, unless you were involved in in the, in the playoffs. So um, again, I don't think anybody s- uh, saw that on the front end, but it, it's happened. And, and so we're anxious, uh, you know, hopefully to be a part of a, a playoff scenario on an annual basis uh, to build back, you know, the tradition, you know, not that it's been terribly eroded, but any erosion is unacceptable. in you know, in our book, and so we want to do whatever we can to keep the sugar bowl, you know, reputation and image and, and, you know, you know, don't want to sound mercenary, but the economic impact as well for the city, you know, we want to keep that all alive and well uh, for decades to come.
0: Yeah. The, the other games have been rendered inconsequential. And I don't think that was an intended consequence. I think you're right about that, but it really has become that way. Jeff Hundley with us for a few more minutes from the All-State Sugar Bowl. Uh, Cincinnati uh, getting into the national playoff. Uh, your, your thoughts on a non-power five team making the playoff for the first time?
6: I actually think it's a, a, a real positive uh, for the game. You know, it's uh, you know college football has uh, you know been a, a game of the people, and the people love the uh, the underdog. And uh, you know, quite frankly, I think they're a pretty good football team. They almost beat Georgia a year ago in in the uh, Peach Bowl. Uh, played them, you know, right down to the wire. A very good Georgia football team. And and this year they've come out and played. You could you could argue that they haven't played the schedule, but but that the one opportunity they did have to play, they they beat Notre Dame, a very good Notre Dame team. So I think they've earned their way in. You know, I like to see. Uh, personally, uh, people have the opportunity, you know, to to earn their way in, and and uh, you know, matter of fact, that's one of the things, Ken, as you're familiar, that's being debated right now on the playoff expansion. There's a subset of the conferences that that want automatic, guaranteed bids uh, into the into the playoff, and then there's another subset of the conferences that are willing to. Hey, let's just play, and may the you know the, the six best conferences get the spots, and, and uh, you know lines are drawn on that, so we'll see where that where that plays out. But I think it's it's healthy for college football for teams like Cincinnati to to get in, and, and it, uh, you know it, it would, there also had been a lot of negative media uh, speculation, you know, about uh, teams outside of the Power Five would never have an opportunity to to play in the college football playoff, well, that's that's not true anymore. And and I think uh, hopefully we won't have to listen to that, uh, you know, in the future.
0: Another subset of the Sugar Bowl game, so many uh, attachments to the game itself, is the fact that you started a Hall of Fame for the Sugar Bowl in 2017. And that class of Sugar Bowl Hall of Famers is going to grow this year with – seven more names that are going to be inducted. That was announced today, including Jimbo Kervert of Pittsburgh and Tony Davis of Nebraska. Uh, Bobby Dodd, the legendary Georgia Tech coach. Jake Gibbs, a former quarterback at Ole Miss. Woodrow Lowe, outstanding player at Alabama. Walt Jaworski of Kentucky and Doug Morrow of LSU. So this is something that was added four years ago. This is another, I think, really good move to recognize the greats. And I've covered so many of these games. I've seen some of these guys play in the game itself. And and as a fan back in the day, and then you know, even in media for a couple of these guys, it's a pretty good class too.
6: Yeah, we're really, really pleased with the, the group that we were able to, that we're going to get to induct uh, come January 1st. They're uh, a good group of great players, you know, uh, from all over the country. And, and uh, we even have, you know, we've got... Uh, uh, Doug Morrow from right up the road in, in Baton Rouge, and we've been wanting to, to get Doug in for a couple of years, but it, uh, his uh, LSU uh, announcing schedule had. had uh, we wanted to make sure he could be here uh, when we did it, and this year it works out with the way uh, the LSU game is, is scheduled on January 4th. So hopefully he'll be able to join us, and you know we've got Jake Gibbs coming from Ole Miss uh, as well, so. Great class, you know. Jimbo Kober just went into the NFL Hall of Fame, and uh, Tony Davis is a great uh, running back in Nebraska. Played uh, alongside of Burton Burns, who a lot of people know here in New Orleans. Um, Ron, his brother Ronnie, is is on the Sugar Bowl committee, and and uh, so yeah, we've got some uh, fun to look forward to and catching up w- with these gentlemen and and honoring them while they're here. They're going to be part of you know, our New Year's Eve gala, and then, then uh, we'll have a special program for them on the day, the morning of the game, and then uh, introduce them on the field, uh, you know, in the pregame uh, come January 1st, so it should be a good time, and it, you know, another thing it, it helps us do, Ken, is it, it helps us to keep a, a track on our history. We, we work with the Historic New Orleans Collection, and they'll do some, some uh, taped interviews with with these guys on their Sugar Bowl memories, and it's a way to, to, to keep those, uh, those memories and, and uh, those great players alive for, for years and years to come.
0: And I guess before I let you get away, too, just for the sake of those that are interested, tickets are available. So tell everybody about how they can get tickets to the 88th All-State Sugar Bowl, January 1st, 745, Caesar Superdome, Ole Miss and Baylor.
6: Yeah, well, there's a, a very precious few on Ticketmaster.com, and and otherwise, there's uh, the secondary market is going to be uh, where where people have to get them. That's the kind of demand that we've had. And Ole Miss is, uh, you know, they sold through their allotment and and have sold several thousand more beyond that. So it's a, uh, you know, it's a good problem to have, but but uh, uh, tickets aren't going to be easy to come by at this point in time.
0: Well, that's as it should be. Because this has been that type of game for so many years now. And when it hits right, it's fantastic. And in a non-playoff year, I don't think anybody got a better matchup uh, than New Orleans got with this game. With two top ten teams uh, that could have easily been playoff teams. And they have the chance to match up here. And what should be a good game. I think it's, it's pretty evenly matched just looking at it. So really looking forward to this contest on January 1st. Always enjoy visiting with my friend Jeff Hundley. Again, thank you so much for the continued support of our entities at CrescentCitySports.com and here on 106.1 FM. And and nothing but the best. Let's hope this turns out to be a classic, my friend.
6: Thanks, Ken. Always good to be with you.
0: All right, Jeff. Thank you. That's Jeff Hundley. Uh, you got it. Of The All-State Sugar Bowl. Should be a great game. Really looking forward to that. 504-260-1061 to join us. That's 504-260-1061. When we return in just a moment, what about the Pelicans? Are we just biding time? Uh, Is Zion Williamson going to be out the door in the near future, or is this a guy you can ever count on? And how do you feel about it? We'd love to get your take, and we'll give you ours. When we return in just a moment, here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, and on the web at NashFM1061.com.
3: Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is Rapid Urgent Care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemedicine center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to RapidUrgentCare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.
4: Hear that? The holiday clock is ticking. Meaning it's time to head to Ulta Beauty to get more names checked off your list. Because let's be honest, time is running out, but you have us on your side, and we have more of everything on your list. More fragrances, more palettes, more gift sets, and more deals on beauty than ever before. So what are you waiting for? Add those last-minute gifts to your basket and celebrate crossing more off your list. Ulta Beauty, the possibilities are beautiful.
1: You went online to switch your car insurance to Progressive so you could save money. But then you saw a friend request from an old summer camp buddy. And now here you are, clicking through photos of his kickball team from 2011. Hmm, looks like they won the championship that year. Then he moved to Tulsa. Oh, a new tattoo. Yes, they said it was easy to save hundreds on car insurance with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates national average savings by new customer surveyed who saved in 2019.
2: There's so much hype promoted during the Christmas season nowadays that we forget to focus on the true meaning of giving. Not how expensive the gift is, but how much it will touch her heart. Fisher & Sons Jewelers have served our community for over 40 years. And we are dedicated to sharing the art of giving to you and your loved one. Our family wishes you a very Merry Christmas. Fisher & Sons Jewelers, where the unusual is commonplace, in Metairie.
3: This report is sponsored by eBay Motors.
2: Ray Magliotze here. I'd like to carry more parts, but I barely have room to think in my garage. Luckily, eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. Can't imagine
3: stocking that many parts. Where would I get all those shelves? eBay Motors, let's ride. This is Josh Danzig with Where Magazine and the newly relaunched whereyat.com with your weekend picks for 1061 Nash Icon. Presented by Graham Marnier. Enjoy dancing and Latin tunes at the Three Keys at the Ace Hotel this Friday night with La Noche Caliente and free admission. Or don't miss the amazing Acro Cats, now through December 20th at the Always Lounge with cats playing seasonal songs. For more info on what to do this weekend, log on to the newly relaunched Wariat.com and click on the community calendar. And be sure to pick up the new issue of At Magazine in locations all over town.
5: Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus
1: Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access. Not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com.
0: The New Orleans Pelicans will return to action on Wednesday night at Oklahoma City against the Thunder, another bad team. They're bad, but the Pelicans are worse, at least according to the NBA standings at this point in time in the Western Conference. The Thunder are 14th and 8 and 18 tied with the Rockets for the 13th spot, actually. And the Pelicans are worse, 8 and 21. And they're dead last in the West at 8 and 21. After losing to San Antonio 112 97 at San Antonio last night. In that game, it was even Steven for three quarters. These two teams played to a standstill for three quarters. Each quarter was closely contested. And then in the fourth quarter, the Pelicans went ice cold 4-for-19 from the field and got routed. Got routed by a Spurs team that's now 10-16, and by the way. And again, when you talk about this team, Josh Hart gives you effort. Since they moved Alexander Walker to the bench, he's been productive in that role. Jonas Valanciunas has been good from the get-go. Billy Hernan Gomez has been really good off the bench since they inserted him into that backup center role. And Brandon Ingram is playing like it. He's supposed to play now, uh, scoring over 27 points over his last seven games per average and looking really good in the process. Herbert Jones, a rookie, has been a really good rookie. Didn't have much to show last night, but he's been real good. So there have been some positives, but certainly nowhere near enough for this team to be anywhere near where it's going to be. Devontae Graham, uh, he looks more like a, a bit player and more like maybe we'd better suited to be a bench player. A guy that can help you off the bench rather than be a guy that you're counting on every day to be productive. Trey Murphy just hasn't done much in his rookie year, which is disappointing. You thought you would get more out of him, but it just hasn't happened. Even though Alexander Walker is playing well off the bench, you were expecting him to be a a team leader and a scoring leader on this team. That has not happened, which is why he got relegated to bench duty. And then, of course, Ozzie Marshall's disappeared. He was disappointing when he played. Jackson Hayes has disappeared. He was disappointing when he played. And Hayes has gone back to the G League affiliate for now. Maybe a procedural move. Same thing with Trey Murphy. And then there's Garrett Temple and Tomas Sadoransky. I mean, I love Garrett Temple, but there's just not much there at this stage of his career. And then Sadoransky's done nothing. I mean, what does he do? That really helps your team. And now you don't have Kyra Lewis, who's done, a torn ACL. So I guess the picture I'm painting isn't a very pretty one. But then again, it's accurate. And that's who this team is, and that's what the record reflects. And is it going to get any better? I don't really see that, considering the plight of Zion Williamson. It's going to be our topic when we return Following this final timeout, because clearly that is Exhibit A where this franchise and its future is concerned. So we'll talk about Zion when we return in just a moment. It's 504 260 1061. That's 260 1061 to join us. Glad you're with us on this Monday night for All Access. Ken Trahan back at you in just a moment here on 1061 FM, Nash Icon, and on the web at Nash FM. 1061.com. Since 1935, the All-State Sugar Bowl has been a
1: proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. And for 87 years, the Sugar Bowl has hosted top-ranked teams, All-Americans, and national champions. Now, on New Year's Day, the best of the Big 12 and SEC will square off in the 88th All-State Sugar Bowl. Get your tickets today. Visit allstatesugarbowl.org for ticket information. The Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, the Louisiana Office of Tourism, and Taco Bell.
0: Ken Trahan here with Scott Craig of Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We both love high school sports and the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a big amen. And we both love great food at a great location. That's a bigger amen. Francesca by Katie's has it all. That includes daily specials, building your own sandwiches and pizzas, delicious burgers, scrumptious salads, and a kid's menu. Francesca by Katie's is also host of Ken Trahan's original prep football report. We love supporting our area schools. It's a shame not everybody can go to Brother Mark. Or Rumble. If you don't come, you're to blame. You'll be glad you came. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview you.
4: This holiday season at Ulta Beauty, we're celebrating with a little more sparkle and a lot more deals. Holiday Beauty Blitz is here to help you find everything for the beauty lover on your list. Right now, get up to 50% off deals each week from brands like CeraVe, Benefit, Urban Decay, and more. Because a lot more gift ideas means a little less shopping stress. And to make shopping even easier, you can buy online and pick up the very same day. Hurry! This event ends December 25th. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful.
5: Hey, We get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are powerful. You're a warrior who bathes in your enemy's tears. Then you step out of that refreshing tear bath and into a bathrobe that somehow looks good on you. Yeah, you can pull off a robe. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you save money for driving safely with Snapshot from Progressive. Mmm, savings you can use to buy more robes. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents.
1: Colleen, can you run back and wrap that? No, oh, you've got a customer. The
5: holidays came early for the Hendrix Boutique.
1: Yes, we'll be open even later when it gets... They'll
5: need a temp fulfillment manager to tie up the holiday loose ends.
1: I need some more help at the register. Somebody? Oh,
5: Indeed can help them hire great people fast.
1: I need Indeed.
5: Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
2: What makes the holidays so magical? Oddly enough, it's not magic. It happens when something appears right when you need it, like the holiday gifts you ordered and had delivered with the Home Depot app. Or when you can build something out of nothing by watching our holiday how-to videos. Or when you know what an object is just by snapping a photo with Image Search on our app. These things don't take magic. Nope, you just need the impressive technology behind our app. Make the holidays yours with a little help from the Home Depot app. How doers get more done.
5: Unwind from your daily routine with Vix Vapo Bath or Vix Vapo Shower and let those soothing Vix Vapors help you relax. <sighs> Enjoy a Vicks Vapo moment wherever you choose. Look for Vicks Vapo Bath and Vicks Vapo Shower in a store near you.
2: DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com.
3: Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is Rapid Urgent Care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to RapidUrgentCare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you
1: always welcoming intelligent points of view whether we agree or disagree. Let's have constructive dialogue on all access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM NASH Icon at nashfm1061.com and through crescentcitysports.com. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. Of
0: course, the news over the weekend, the setback, the Zion Williamson's rehab and return he was expected to be back soon now that's not going to happen and who knows when it's going to happen as the setback to his recovery from the broken bone uh, was announced over the weekend and no one knows when he's going to play if he's even going to play this year and when and what he's going to look like in the process and why play him if you're way out of it all of those things come to mind here's what we do know since becoming a pelican Williamson has played in 85 games. He's now missed 88. So he's missed more games than he's played. Also, what we know, when Zion Williamson plays, the Pelicans are better. But are they good? The answer definitively is no. The Pelicans are 40 and 45 when Williams plays. 40 and 45. That's a 47 Win percentage without Williamson, they're 29 and 59, 29 and 59. That's right at about 32 and a half percent. So are they better with him? Absolutely. Are they good with him? No. And what does it all mean? It means he's a good player when he plays and he makes a difference, but he doesn't make enough of a difference to carry a roster that simply isn't good enough. It really is that simple. The numbers don't lie in this regard. They are accurate. We thought this roster was going to be better this year than it was last year. It is not. Again, what have you gotten out of Temple? What have you gotten out of Sadoransky? Graham hasn't been as good as we thought he might be. So, And then you look at the younger players. Kyra Lewis is out for the year now, and Jackson A's has regressed. He's not even playing. Najee Marshall, who was promising last year, has regressed. He's not even playing. So it's just not a good roster. Adding Williamson to it would make it better, but it would not make it a playoff team or a winning team because this roster is not good enough, and history tells us what we need to know. And by the way, it would probably take him quite a bit of time to get back to the form that we saw last season before he got hurt. So all in all, it's just a very down time if you're a Pelicans fan.